Yeah. All right, guys, what's <laughs> up? So uh, we just came back from an awesome uh, eventful week for probably all of us, right? Busy. We got Luke Davies here, who's prepping for one of the biggest shows in Strongman. Uh, to date, for any 90-class athlete, um, we got John, who's been busy with his World Strongest Opinions all week. And then we had a great episode last week with uh, LJ Fickenworth from Deathbed and Royal Revised. We got a lot of insight there. It was a lot of fun. And I'm looking uh, forward to getting to do that again with a lot more artists. We got some guys coming on. We got the guys from um, uh, Carcosa. We got, um, oh, goodness gracious, why can't I think of his name right now? Ben. Ben's coming on with us eventually. And then I was just in talks with Will Ramos. We got a hold of the manager. We got something coming up here soon, guys. So when time allows, we're going to have Will from Lorna on. I'm going to break the news. Crazy. I can't I can't keep that a secret anymore. <laughs> okay. I feel so, I feel I feel like Cam's not going to be able to control himself. No. Well, Do I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to learn, a, learn, a, learn how to find a way. But yeah, amongst that, we got a lot of guys that we reached out to. We got, you know, it's all coming together. You know, it all comes down to schedules, but, you know, busy week. So. Uh, this week, we're going to touch on reviewing Moe's Me's new single and then Left the Suffer's uh, new single. They're actually on tour right now with Chelsea Grin, Carnifex, uh, touring for through Suffer in Hell and Suffer in Heaven's part of the tour, um, opening band for them. Super excited to catch them here in Pittsburgh. John, I don't know if you're going to be seeing them. And Luke, are they are they doing one over there? Are they doing an I, overseas tour for you guys? Not, not that I've seen, no. Okay, so you know it's it's a it's been an awesome week, John. So let's uh tell me tell the guys what we've got going on today. What songs are we listening to? Um, we're listening to apparently there's a new "Woe Is Me" song. There's the "Left to Suffer" song, and then we're gonna get Luke's opinions about why he thinks "Scream Aim and Fire" is a trash album by <laughs> Bullet for My Valentine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I- I, I was like, like we we briefly have to answer some. <laughs> I like Luke that a to lot, answer dude. some of his things because Luke Luke perpetually responds to our stories with just like this song's trash or this sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, in my defense, I didn't think that was a controversial take. I don't know anybody who likes that album. Like, mm. in, in I, maybe it's because they were massive in the UK when the Poison came out. And oh, like, the Poison was so good. The poison was huge over here, and when Screaming Fire came out, it was kind of panned universally mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, I thought it was super cheesy, and um, we can get more in depth into that in a second. Yeah, when I did that comparison between <laughs> Semp Eternal and that, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of a meme, <laughs> and I, I checked uh, the results, and I'm like, who the. F- who is voting for this? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know? so, so, I'm not going to lie. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> That's what I laughed about because I voted with two of my accounts just as the meme. And I thought it would be like two votes. And then I saw like seven other people. Vote. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why is anybody picking this? This is such a, this is like I, a shit post. I just realized I've got like six different Instagram accounts. So... Whenever you guys put polls up now, I'm just gonna fucking bombard yeah. them with <laughs> just the opposing, the, the opposing, opposing vote, yeah, just yeah. skew, skew them <laughs> I love doing that with my backup accounts. Just like oh, anytime there's a poll about something, I like to like immediately hit it so people are like, "Wait, how is this happening?" 
Oh, uh, that's the great. That's see, that's a great thing about social media, right there. We can just troll each other all the time. <laughs> you want a good that's insight, true. man? We'll just troll each other. Pick pick a god tier album and then compare it with uh, Saint Anger from Metallica, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some people might like that album, but I mean, hell, you put some Paternal Saint Anger Metallica, I mean, totally different genres, but I mean, Saint Anger was not their best work. <laughs> Speaking of Metallica, well, we can touch on that. How about that new release? I you guys listen to it at all? Yet. I have not listened to it because I listened to the first single and was very underwhelmed. Underwhelmed, um, yeah. So I'll check out the album a bit at some point, but I haven't been in a rush to get to it. Oh, I understand that. I mean, it's Metallica. You know, it's the, they they hold that same sound. They've always had that same kind of dynamic. You know, after I think it was Death Magnetic when they came back out early 2010s, maybe 2008. I don't even remember, but uh, I was actually quite impressed. Quite impressed for um, the. It's not so much newer sound. You know, it's Metallica, yeah. but it's it, it like feels good. It feels good again. It feels kind of fresh. That fresh old Metallica that you used to listen to. I don't know how else to explain it. So I, I'll give it a high, a little bit of high praise. I definitely wanted to talk about that because I think they just released it this week. Yeah, I saw that. It was new Metallica, new Atreyu, which I haven't listened to either of those. So um, like... Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't really want to listen to Atreyu either because Atreyu were one of my favorite bands growing up. Like The Curse, I loved mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved yeah, the follow-up albums, Death Grip on Yesterday, Lead Sales. But since Alex left, it's just freaking trash. It's just run-of-the-mill, generic, just like low-rung low, low, t- low rung metalcore now. And it's just... Yeah, he I just, was. I, I just don't dig it whatsoever. He was the clean vocalist, or the a harsh vocalist, correct? Yeah, he's a harsh vocalist. And the drummer was the clean vocalist who yeah. now took over completely as a vocalist. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah I, 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 I the drummer, the drummer's the front man now. And yep. um, I think the, the bassist does most of the harsh stuff live. Um, yeah. It's just not the same. I can agree with you. I, I agree with you 100%. And I don't even think that's a hot take whatsoever. I think a lot of, a lot of people that like Atreyu miss the old Atreyu, you know, the first two, first few albums from them. And then I found it impressive when I started listening to Atreyu, you know, as I'm, I'm a drummer and it's very, very, very hard to sing and drum at the same time. So when I found out that he was like a vocalist and he actually sang, you know, I was like, dude, that is awesome. So it got me into him a lot. But I knew I knew that the, the one vocalist left. I don't know exactly when, but I, I definitely don't care too much for the newer style. So I can agree with you there, Luke, a lot. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not that it's really bad. It's just compared to the older sound, it's just a bit boring for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. They were like the epitome of what a metalcore band was back. Yeah. You know, when they first were releasing those albums at the peak of you know metalcore really taking uh, taking over the scene. You know, so they were definitely for a lot of people that are big older fans. You know, they're a front runner for a lot of them. You know, and then you got the Bullets, then you got. You know, this goes on, but surprisingly, they're still around. They're still touring, and I mean, they're doing. They're not doing bad. There was like one song on Baptize I liked. I forget which one, but it was like, uh, what was it? 
no matter what. I was like, it's just a nice little feel good, easy listening, heavy music. But I've realized that's that's what I was talking to Ty Shazam, one of my friends on Instagram about this. I realized some people do not like easy listening metal music, but sometimes it's nice to just put on a bland, like a bland album. But like, it's yeah. nice to my heavy. It's like, I don't know. I call it the genre. It's like elevator metal or elevator heavy music. Yeah. So it's that tier of like Volbeat, Avenged Sevenfold, which I'll mention just because I have to. <laughs> That's some people are like, they're so good. And we made it so many times without mentioning them, but specifically I had this for Luke. I knew he was going to need needed it. it. I knew it was specifically. I was waiting. We had to reset. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't quite stand out the way that like Lead Sales, Paper Anchors was like one of the best albums growing up and everything. And uh, yeah, it's just hasn't been the same. But to be fair, it's been like 15 years. Yeah, I forget how old um, Young Cam is. So I went to see them live when they released fucking Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses, which was like, <laughs> I don't even know how long ago that was. What? Yeah. I can assume I was probably like 12. <laughs> oh, no, younger than that. I'm just going to look it up now. I'm like, well, well look while, while he's looking that up, I, I did want to bring up about John, how you said, uh, like, you know, some people just don't like easy listening to music. And then sometimes you want easy listening to music, right? I do. I sometimes go through that phase too, where like I'll just throw on literally shit. I cannot understand a single fucking word and it's just noise. And I'm just like, God, I just want to fucking punch somebody. You know what I mean? Like just, it's all I, about the mood, right? I saw a trade in 2004. Oh my God. So how old were you? How old were you then, Cal? I was six. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Sometimes it's painful hearing about Cam's age. But it, 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 it's, it's wild when you realize how long a trio would be going for. Yeah. Because I don't think of them as like an old band, but the reality is they've been around for like 20 plus years. Yeah. Now. That's what I was saying. Like, it's quite, you know, commendable what they've kind of done still. Like, still yeah. being uh, quite uh, like around in the scene they're still going on yeah. tours with bigger bands they're still making new stuff still producing new stuff and you know frontman changes are pretty hard for bands uh yeah you know kind of swing through you know there's very probably few that i could list off the top of my head that like it's worked out and it's worked out better than it was prior you know so just having that dynamic to be able to still make it go and still go with the flow and still be kind of chipping her way at the top of the charts you know it's, it's formidable it's a formidable yeah. thing it's crazy though it, that's the weird part about getting older because i got heckled for saying that i love volbeat i was like i loved them since i was like 15 the strength the sound and the songs came out about like 2005 that's and it was weird album. to look back to be yeah. like that's crazy that's yeah. like to think of an album that like because my friend didn't believe me when he was like, he's like, wait, there's no way they've been around for over 20 years. I was like, yeah, they started in 2001. First yeah, album. It's, it's crazy. album. Yeah, and it does it. It's weird to think of like, yeah, it's it's painful when you start to see 20 year anniversary editions of albums you remember very, very clearly. It, it's painful, but it's also great when they tour and just yeah. play the al album from start to finish. Ooh. I, love, I love those tours. So that's one thing we've talked about before. I like when bands will play their old stuff because there's, I've had it happen to me a few times when you see a band, they only want to play their new album and they'll play like one song from the old stuff. And that's always yeah. sad to me. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm suck. like, I'm, like, I'm not here for your new album. 
I remember I saw I saw Amity after Chasing Ghosts has come had come out, mm. and they didn't play Anchors, and mm. it ruined it ruined the whole gig for me because <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for the whole show like the encore everything and then it just never came on and I was like what the fuck is this oh man I'm not gonna lie I had the same I had the same damn thing happen to me with like you guys said I'm young I'm very young so a lot of the stuff that I do love that you guys got to listen to live when it was out at the top of the scene a lot of it's for me has been going back in time and go yeah. like trying to put myself like I was there even though I wasn't right so asking Alexandria one of my favorite well, old old asking Alexandria one of my favorite metalcore bands of all time, you know, Stand Up and Scream, 10 out of 10, amazing album, right? I got the freaking chance to finally see them live. They were with Bad Wolves, and they were with Papa Roach, and Papa Roach put on an amazing show. I was super surprised, but I really only went to go see Asking Alexandria, right? So this is right when, uh, it's the album that, I think it's Alone in a Room, might be the album don't remember either way it was that that album that song came off of just the release of it so they were on tour with them like all right cool go to see them they played uh run free they played moving on right and then they played eve which is a little bit of a heavier one and there's another like semi one where he kind of screams and i'm like oh my god like we're getting close like they're gonna play a prophecy you're like final episode not the american average nope nothing I was so pissed. I was so fucking pissed off. I was like, I, I, I never want to fucking see him again. This is fucking stupid. Like, ah, uh, I've been there. It did. It ruined the whole gig for me. But then Papa Roach came on, and I was like, God, man, Jacoby, you the man. That dude knows how to hype up a crowd. I don't know if you've seen uh, Papa Roach. If you're not a fan, I mean, if you like seeing a good show, man, that's that. They're a good band. I was very taken aback by it. I will not say bad. that. I've never seen Papa Roach live. I have seen Ask Alexandria back in 2010, I want to say. So they they did play all the old stuff because it was it was new at the time, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was sick. I think it was. I would have done it. I would have done anything to see that. It was in a bar with maybe 200 people, if that. I want to say. Those are some of the best shows yeah. of like small bars and I've everything. Seen, I've seen some wild bands that are like huge now in tiny venues. I saw a day to remember in a small bo- tiny bar. Um, Parkway Drive, I saw in like a, a pub. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, uh, That's uh, crazy. <laughs> Their old yeah. shit was fucking banging too. They, I mean, holy shit, yeah that. That's awesome, and that's like, I mean, that's what's cool though, right? So you guys got to like watch it live, right? You guys got to live through it. Something I get to appreciate is that I've went back to figure some things out, and then I get to hear it from the likes of you, the likes of John, uh, other people, just anybody, you know, because uh, I'm a lot younger than um, most people that like listen to this stuff, right? So I'm typically already at the disadvantage, but I get to learn so much from. Uh, I don't want to say old as an offensive term. <laughs> you can learn from the old fans. Yeah, like... Seriously, no, but seriously, on on a real note, all jokes aside. It's nice getting to hear. Like I, I talk with you, Luke, all the time. We exchange on uh, Instagram. You know, talking about you know, Bring Me the Rise and Currents, all these other and Van Anime. We've talked about it all, and I love hearing a guy like you who was there during the peak of this 
rise of you know the crab core the metal core the you know this all this crazy shit and then to what it's kind of turning into now and how it's kind of it's gaining traction again it's picking back yeah. up and i don't know if it's picking up bigger than it was before because i wasn't there but something that i'm going to be able to gather from the both of you within the next several you know we'll say months several years was the rise that we're having right now bigger than the rise that it was back then more than likely, it's going to be yes, because of social media and, you know, the people you're able to reach out to. But I don't know. I didn't live that. So those are like the perspectives for a specific example of what I mean on why I love hearing from other people uh, that got to be there at the time. Yeah, because I think the the weird thing is these days, I feel like maybe it's just because I don't go as many to, to as many shows as I used to. Yeah, but there's same. there's some magic of like 2003 to 2008, where you had bands like Job for a Cowboy, Black Dahlia Murder, Every Time I Die, uh, and several other bands I saw that were like at dive bars, like the kind oh, of yeah. bars that like all have been shut down since then for serving underage kids alcohol. Which was great at the time in those days, like, but now it's a, it's interesting because I feel like there isn't now that like because you were slightly in the days like Ticketmaster and everything wasn't as much of a thing, so it was like you could just like you'd see a band show on like just a poster on like MySpace and just show up and pay your fifteen dollars, and to yeah, get I, to see amazing bands like even seeing Frank Turner at a small town like little house show, that's not metal, but Frank Turner was really great to see. In like yeah. 2007. I think I paid like the equivalent of six or seven dollars to see Parkway Drive. That's crazy. Like just in some that yeah. Bar. And the the first time I saw them, it was their first UK tour, and I think there was only about thirty people there. Oh wow! Because obviously nobody knew who they were. The second and the second time I saw them, it was like two hundred, and then three hundred. Like I've seen Parkway Drive like fifteen times, but. And every time it was bigger and bigger and bigger. So it was cool to see like the evolution into now they're like headlining massive festivals and stuff. And it's wild. You know, but, like, that's, that's so, so awesome. Yeah. That's so what awesome. do you think of their new album, though? Oh, it's Darker fucking, still. It's awful. Awful? Yeah. What is it? What was it? Soul Is it Soul Bleach? There's Soul a, Bleach. There's, there's Soul a heavy Bleach. hitter on that album. I can't remember which yeah. one. Soul, Ble Soul Bleach is the heavy one. And it's mm -hmm. it's okay, but if you compare Soul Bleach to like anything off Horizons, it's still it's still shit yeah. in comparison. Like yeah. it sounds good compared to the rest of the album. Like if um if a god can bleed is probably the worst song I've heard in the last like few years. <laughs> it's, it's, oh it's, yeah. Like I wasn't a big fan of Reverence, but um I saw them on the Reverence tour, and it was really good live. All the tracks off Reverence, but um, this darkness still—I don't think anything can save it. To be honest, no. Yeah. My actually, one of my favorite songs by Parkway Drive is Mutiny. I fucking love. I love the lyrics of it. You know, like it, it comes at you, it packs a punch. It's got a meaning, and I mean, it really does. You know, everything you love is gonna fucking die, whether you like it or not. You know, I like that. That shit was like, oh, it's so edgy. But of course. I listened to it later on, but uh, Luke, how you talked about, you know, you kind of saw a band grow. I've only seen that with like one band uh, in my, you know, short, we'll just say several years of touring and going to shows. And honestly, it's crazy, but it was, it's bad omens 
I saw I saw them once before you know Death of Peace of Mind came out. I think it was um, the last album that has limits on it. I can't think about it right now. But either way, I went. I saw them smaller show. You know, there's you know there's sports bands, but nothing crazy. And then a day to remember brought them on tour with them in Beartooth uh, last summer. And I've never in my life seen opening an opening band because they opened the show. I've never seen an opening band have that much crowd interaction. Uh, and this is before Just Pretend blew up. That, that huge sound on TikTok that everybody loves, right? This was way before that kind of transpired. So then I saw them again uh two more times i saw them in pittsburgh and i saw them in cleveland and each time i went like the fan the, the fans are just more and more like excited there's more people that's the only example that i could say that i've seen and then they're going on tour with era right or soon and then up and coming older band i see stars that's starting i guess to you know make a rise again which i'm super excited for they if they're going to be the ones to save crab core and that edm thing you know, Eskimo or Electric Callboy, sorry, Electric Callboy did it. Let's see if I see stars can bring it back. You know what I mean? The OGs, one of the OGs. I see stars first two albums were freaking awesome. Oh I, will die, I will die on that hill. Yes, they were. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I, I want to see them so bad just to see like 10,000 P uh so, friends unite and then uh but just like, oh, my God, I can't wait for that one. So that's going to be fun. But it's nice seeing this uprise and, you know, all these bands kind of coming back. Woe is me. You said it before we even started this, Luke. You're like, man, I haven't heard that name in years. Which we are actually going to listen to if we want to pull that one out. Let's get to it. Let's get it. to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, let's do it now. I'm expecting a big. Let's I'm, I'm expecting it. something good here. It has to be good. Otherwise, we, we do have the Def Cam system. If he puts up three fingers, they have 30 seconds to improve the song that we just cancel it. <laughs> no, I, I, I guarantee I'm going to like this. Yeah, hopefully. I just have a feeling, man. They, Yeah, I think it was, they did a Pop Goes Punk cover, and it was, uh, I think it was a Taylor Swift one. It was nasty. Are you ready for it? Let's do it, baby. Let's go. Ghost by Woe Is Me. Ghost by Woe Is Me.
So fucking punk, dude. I felt like I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like I felt like I was just taken over by something great when that breakdown hit. I'm like, oh my god, here it is. Like this is oh, I loved it. It was such a great chorus, catchy. It, um, I noticed that there was like a offbeat. Did anyone else notice like the little offbeat section that lasted like ten yeah. seconds? It, it was like really off time, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, what is this? This is this is cool. If I didn't like it. Here we go. I briefly, I briefly hit a Def Camp three at one point. Really? I was like, certain parts of it. This is going to sound very harsh. Sometimes the lyrical content was a little bit like. Eh. It felt a lot like praise and worship music goes metalcore. So if you're like into church music, there's a brief part where it was too like Christian rock sounding, which is okay. The metal, the breakdown was good. And everything, but a bit of the lyrics, and maybe it's just I've gotten spoiled recently by like people send us so many amazing albums that like I have high standards. So it's like a little bit. It was it was a it was there's a slight miss, but there was some parts that did hit. Like I did like the breakdown, and I did. I guess a part of me, I think I'm just not as much a fan of the clean vocals there and stuff, which is like I don't know. So I'd give it. I'll, I'll I'll give it a lukewarm reception. Lukewarm since Luke's here, so that's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. Luke, Luke, he's about I to drop I, the hammer. I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I loved the chorus. I thought the chorus was super catchy. Um, the first ninety seconds, I was saying to John, I was checking out. That I was like, this is very good. Like the initial verse and the clean vocals, I didn't really like. 
But then as soon as the chorus kicked in, really enjoyed that. And the bridges got smaller between the choruses. Mm-hmm. So the chorus came back faster, so then it was all good. And the breakdown in the end was great. But yeah, the initial, I think it was like 60 seconds sort of intro, initial clean part with some cheesy lyrics, real cheesy lyrics. As soon as that part was over, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So so I guess I'm kind of on there of like the first, if 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 you stand the two songs apart of like the first part was kind of like, just yeah. lukewarm. But the second part was really good. Like you said, I like the fact that it got faster every time and stuff. Yeah. So I'd say like, it's still not a bad song. I think it's kind of a testament to how good things have been recently that I think in an off year, this could have been a banger. I, I liked it a lot because it was Woe Is Me, right? Yeah. I feel, I feel like if I listened to it again, I'd just skip the first minute. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And then I'd probably like it a lot more. If I just yeah. That's fair. The, For- chorus is, the chorus is what really caught me. You know, yeah, of course, the course was really good. I had the I had the hype, you know, because I'm like, God, like new woe is me. This has been a long time, you know, since we got a band coming, you know, coming back and doing music again from back yeah. then. So I had that excitement filled in with it. I I 100 percent now that the excitement's a little bit wore off. I do agree with you. The beginning was a little slow, but as soon as that chorus hit, dude, I was sucked in. As soon as that chorus, I don't know, it, and it was a simple chorus. It was a sim- mm-hmm. simply written chorus, but I, I don't know. It just did it did what. It, did what it was supposed to do. I enjoyed it. The breakdown, I felt like the heavens or something's like we're like, yo, here it is. Here's your breakdown, dude. I liked it. It wasn't crazy though. It wasn't like holy fuck, like never heard that before. No, it was it was good. I liked it. So uh convincingly, you're gonna say a three, John. A three. Um, a three out of five. I'll i actually give it a, a three out of five is actually not that bad. Okay. That's, still That's fair. That, That's fair. I, I think I came in with super high expectations in that first minute. I did almost give it a three. A part yeah. of me wanted to be, but they did clean it up because after that first minute, I was about to be like, you have 30 seconds to make this a good song. And they did. Yeah, so well, that's you like I, you and I both learn pretty quickly having high expectations with that phrase. <laughs> I, th- I think what I really need to do is before we record episodes, I need to stop listening to like Will Ramos covering Chokehold. So my expectations <laughs> for music are just set really oh, high. Yeah. And then if because if you've just listened to that song, which I hope everyone on here has yeah. heard it and stuff, once you've heard Will Ramos do clean vocals and covering Sleep Token, do listening to that it's kind of like a palate cleanser but it also sets your standards way too high yeah. and everything whereas if you w- didn't have that in your system maybe i need to like start listening to volbeat before we start so my <laughs> so my expectations are set properly i don't even want to tell you what i was listening to before we started this oh now we need to hear oh God. yeah uh, yeah then i'll share <laughs> luke's gonna kill me ah i was listening to <laughs> injustice for all album from Metallica, <laughs> which is actually my favorite. And then I uh, started, I on the way home, I listened to um, Iowa from Slipknot and a little Cla- bit of the self-titled. Classic. I had to, though. But I was like, I don't know. I was all pumped up. I was all amped up. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to play my drums today. I'm going to play some of my Slipknot again. And then Metallica, you know, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. So maybe that's why I liked it so much, you know, John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I I was still a great album, and everything. Like it's yeah. one it's one of the best. 100%. Like there's a reason we named a state after that album. Like it's great. <laughs> not, not, a very, not a very good state, but a state. <laughs> Des Moines. 
Oh, uh, oh, so uh, John, John, you did bring up before. I guess Luke says what he listened to before. I just don't want to forget this. So you brought up like the will, the will doing the chokehold. Well, <laughs> he just did another sleep token song. What is it? The summoning? Nope. Granite. Oh, uh, I don't know if I should say it. No, it's an it's an older one. Okay, but mm. I'm telling you, dude, this guy keeps. I, it's going to be the same thing that I talked to you about weeks before Chokehold came out, where I told you that he did Chokehold and it sounds so good. You only see, It's going to be the same thing. Mark my freaking words. He's going to release it to everybody and everyone's going to love it. But uh, what I was going to say is that uh, he was talking about um, how uh, he reacted with the charismatic voice, right, mm. to the summoning. And um, he was talking about, like, how – he sings and he screams and she's like, you know, well, you just did your cover a chokehold. She asked him and he's like, yeah, but I layered mine. He says, I either go all scream or I all sing. I can't, I cannot oh, mix them both. Yeah. And I was, huh. I found that very interesting. I was like, Oh, he then of course, which I'm not going to explain. We could link that video uh, down mm -hmm. below if we'd like if anyone wants to check it out it's really interesting though he explains why he doesn't sing and scream at the same time why he only does screaming and then if he's gonna sing and do clean vocals for his sleep token songs or you know his patreon on why he just sings and then he layers in his uh scream it was really interesting and it actually makes so much sense when he explains it with how he warms up his vocals and what he does and how he does it so Fun, fun little thing I think uh, fans and even you guys would maybe think was really cool to check out because uh, the charismatic voice, aside from her having Will on, has excellent, awesome videos breaking down music and vocal analysis. It's beautiful. The the intellectual like things that she brings to the table that you as a normal listener don't really think about that she gets down to a science. It's super neat. Anyways, Luke, what did you listen to before um, we checked that I song out? I was just listening to a band called Black Toothed. They're uh, like a German, just a German rock band. Just <laughs> middle middle of the road rock, as John was saying before we started. Um, yeah, just some easy listening. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link later. You can tell me if you hate it or not. But it's not metal, Cam, just to warn you. No, nah, I'll probably like it. I mean, as long as it, honestly, if it's got the uh, qualities, of, it's not just metal that I like. You know, a lot of people think it's only metal. I've noticed because somebody called me out about it. I really only like melodic shit is what I've, that's what I was told. They're like, you only like melodic stuff. Cause I think it was, uh, it was Gideon al album, more power, right? That's yeah. what it is. That new one. Someone's like, yo, this album's like really good. You should like, you know, review it. And I'm like, ah, I mean, I'm not going to review it. You know, and they're like, oh, why not? I'm like, I, cause I don't know. It just wasn't. I expected everything that was coming. It's it's just it's hardcore. It's that sound, right? It's, it's, it's not my thing. And then they're like, well, what are you listening to? What are your go-tos, right? And this is somebody that doesn't, like, really know me too well. They just know my music taste from talking. And I explained this, this, and this. And they're like, okay, yeah, you seem to really only like melodic stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. It maybe is melodic. Because I guess if you look at Lorna Shore, they are super melodic black behind crazy blast beats and crazy tremolo picking on the guitars and uh harsh vocals but you can hum the melody to every single song off of painter mains and not do the harsh you take the harsh vocals out you can hum the entire song that's just an example 
um, as well as progressive sound, like a progressive sound, like the Invent Animate that we got, that album that they blessed us with this year, Heavener, very progressive. And it has its, it has its touches of melodic, but it's very progressive, right? Same with the new Periphery album that came out. So they kind of made me realize, I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's just like, I like really melodic progressive stuff that's like got really hard written different time signatures, but melodic at the same time, right? I, I could see that. It's kind of like I have to, because I like stuff that has that melodic feel and stuff that's kind of like discordant and everything. Like it, I have to be in the right headspace to listen to it. Kind of like, uh, who's a group I would think of like that? Like JPEG Mafia. Oh, no, okay. I'm saying for like stuff that's like discordant and sounds oh, kind okay, of got like you. weird and everything. Um, I would say, yeah. Uh, I, I love that Gideon album, by the way. I don't think it's terrible. Don't it's, think I think it's, it's terrible. It, I just, it goes hard. I just expected everything that was coming with it. I don't know. And I think it's because I play instruments and I write music. So I understand kind of where the the timing's going to go to yeah. the drum beat, to the breakdown, to the build up. I get that. So that's why when bands like Sleep Token or who like play like I just crazy time signatures, like the summoning. If you look mm. at that song, if you just looked at the yeah. timing of that song, you would be like, how the hell is this even a good song? And then you throw it in. It sounds great. Invent Enemy. It's like, it's those different times that like confuse me that I'm like, oh shit. Okay. This is cool. Backed with yeah. melodic as well. Yeah. You know, the for, out there. for me, it's like, I need to be, depends on like the sort of mood. I mean, I have to like, feel like I have to concentrate on more progressive stuff. Whereas, with bands like Gideon, sometimes you just want, want to kick somebody in the face and like <laughs> not think about it too much. Do you know what I mean? So Absolutely. Like, and I had, a, I had a big hardcore phase as well, like my early 20s. So I, I, I do like listening to just straight up hardcore. Every yeah. Now. Oh, because there are some really great hardcore out there. It's kind of like yeah. Cam was saying, sometimes you just want to listen to an ass beater. Like he was like, that's what yeah. like, because oh, it God. is like, I think it's interesting thinking about like songs that have a predictive song structure can be good but if it's too predictive like the attack attack song it's terrible yeah and everything like yeah, if you can sure. kind of just predict everything that's going to happen whereas like sometimes well neither of them are metal like death grips or jpeg mafia are like bands you can't predict or groups you can't predict what they're going to put out and it's interesting to hear that and stuff but it is like i like the structure and stuff i was like it's it's decent but that invent animate like it's interesting that you mentioned a bunch of bands that can also do have instrumental versions of all their songs i feel like invent animate straddle the line perfectly though where oh yeah my, my issue with some sort of progressive bands is that they're just being progressive for the sake of it and the songs actually sometimes don't really go anywhere and you're like they're just going off on a tangent for no real reason and it doesn't actually fit yeah. It, doesn't actually make, it doesn't actually make the song good, whereas Invent Animate have this really complicated stuff going on while still having a super catchy song. Well, it's it's so I mean, they, they do both, yes, and it's so it's interesting because, like you said, I agree with it, it just depends on the progressive sound, I guess, for you know, our acquired tastes, right? Mm -hmm. So, I know a lot of people that love to throw in like Dream Theater. For progressive that's kind of the first band they think of or uh tool <clears throat> right 
Dan Carey on that drum kit playing just stupid polyrhythms behind mad, stupid timing signatures that are mathematically equated through the guitar strings <laughs> and the key. It's just, it's that, that to me, that's too much. I, and I'm not taking anything away from Tool. I do like Tool. Don't get me wrong. Please don't think that. But that's like where I'm like, eh, you know, but it's kind of like, I don't know. It's almost like they don't really think about it. They kind of yeah, just exactly. do it and it creates the progressive sound uh, uh, naturally. Naturally. They're not going for that. And, uh, that, that. That album, man, just uh, honestly, Invent Animate as a whole, they kind of remind me a lot of earlier North Lane yeah, when uh, they, they dropped, uh, I, I was just talking with with LJ, the, the album that has Quantum Flux on it. Singularity. Yeah, Singularity. That, mm. that whole album is very, very well written and very okay. good and it's very progressive. Um, it's like things like that. It's like a natural thing, you know? So I love that. And, um, John, to touch on what you said too, cause I want to add on with it, how you said like some songs, the way that they're structured, right. Um, it, you know, sometimes you just know what's coming. Right. So mm -hmm. believe it or not. And I mean, I'm sure it's pretty obvious. And if not, you'll know now, like a day to remember, for example, uh, they're just one that I can think of right off the top of my head. The way, the way that they write, is the same way that like Taylor Swift writes, you know, the same exact way, except they yeah. throw in a breakdown or, uh, you know, a, a buildup. Right. But other than that, the structure is the same every single song, but they make it work because it's, it's natural. And the lyrics that go with a day to remember and just the simplicity of it works. I could see that. So just just to recap, we're saying that a day to remember is the Taylor Swift of metalcore. No, just the way <laughs> which Taylor Swift is still good. She's a decent musician. We talk about out. her a lot too. We should fucking get yeah. assigned days not talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know she somehow comes out. Uh, but no, seriously, on a real note, I'm just saying like the, the way that it's structured. Because if you look mm -hmm. at, I don't know, I just I dive into lyrics hardcore, and I because I, I when I listen to music. I, and I write music, right? So that's how I do it. And I just base things off of And if you just look at it, um, the way that you break it down from verse, bridge, <coughs> chorus, you know, whatever. Uh, it was an interview they did. They, he explained exactly how he writes. He's like, this is how we write. And I'm like, huh. So I wanted to dive in, opened up a rabbit hole. <coughs> Holy shit. It is spot on. Just like, it. of course, the lyrics and everything else are totally different. But it's just the way that it's structured. That's all I'm getting at. The simplicity sometimes just works fucking magnificent magnificently that is a good point though about the lyrical structure if the lyrics had been better for the woe is me song i think i would have had a little bit more patience at the beginning yeah and everything but those Agreed. those lyrics felt a little bit too cheesy like i'll have to look up what the actual lyrics were but that, that was my first thought though, like oh this is super cheesy um yeah i was i struggled a little bit with the chorus some of like some of the lyrics were a bit too much like yeah i'm not gonna lie i don't remember a single word <laughs> that was in that song. maybe that's what it is like listening to it was just like what is it look in my direction as i walked right out to you demanded perfection what was i supposed to do and i never lied to you brought it you brought out the worst in me but you were never dealing with reality with all that you put through me through still never lied to you that that sounds like a taylor swift song yes as i was reading those <laughs> lyrics i was like that's what that i guess that's what i'm feeling is there something a little bit too angsty which yeah. 
I, that sounds hypocritical because I am a sad boy. I think most yeah. of us are sad boys here. And we appreciate things like Spanish love songs and stuff. But they have to have good lyrics. Yeah, I love Polyphia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a super sad boy. Spanish love songs are like my favorite band, so. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're good. I fucking love that band so much. <laughs> Kim, what's your opinion of Spanish love songs? I, I don't. I honestly don't listen to them. I just think that Polyphia sometimes sounds like a Spanish band. Like you'd go to a Mexican restaurant and you just—I don't know—because they play on nylon strings. It's weird. I don't know how to explain. Oh yeah. I think but, that's why I enjoyed the chorus of "Always Me" because I couldn't understand the lyrics. Yeah. I wasn't was paying just, attention to the lyrics. It was, just, at all. it was just. It was just catchy. Whereas the first part, he was enunciating a lot better. So I could make it what he was saying. I was like, oh, this is sick shit. Yeah, because the, the chorus lyrics are, I've learned to love letting go. I'm face to face with your ghost in the mirror. I think I'm getting too close. You'll never kill the sound. Don't try to drown me out. They yeah. are very, very emo lyrics. Which, Dude, they chat GPT that shit. Yeah, but it does. Yeah, if, if you <laughs> ask chat GPT, play me an emo song. This is what they would write. You imagine that, dude? Like, oh. <laughs> I kind of actually do want to pull up ChatGPT. Do it, do it! Oh my god! Oh, can you man. mirror your screen right now? Can you mirror your screen so everyone I'm gonna can see try. this? <laughs> like, Let's write see if me, they uh, me emo. <laughs> That'll be great, dude. That'll be fucking. Because sometimes great. there are like so many people are on ChatGPT that like, oh man, I have to log in. Okay, I can continue with Google companies out there if your website lets me log in with google and save a whole sign up step that just saves me so much time you're doing it right you are doing it right I'm this like, is gonna be fun we could really make this fun yeah let's see oh my god i just i'm, I'm devastated though while, while he's looking that up sub spanish love songs are playing one uk date in london and tickets sold out in like 20 seconds so i didn't get one Ooh. okay so hear me out luke hear me out I found a way around that. Shit. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Just wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So about about you seeing the tickets, right? They're all sold out. If you wait till the day that the show happens, there is gonna be a resale ticket for cheaper than they were originally posted because those piece of shit scalpers. The issue is it's in London, which is like five hours away. So I'd have to get like a range hotels blah 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 oh i'm stuff. i'm 100 so, confident you would get a resell 100 i would put my big check from work on that i promise you those scalpers are assholes all right let's see it let's go okay let's see so i just asked chat gpt to write me an emo song and holy shit watching it come out on screen <laughs> I feel so lost in this world. Nothing seems to go my way. Every step I take leads to hurt and the pain won't go away. I'm drowning in my sorrow and I can't find my way out. I'm trapped in this endless darkness and I just want to shout. All I see is darkness. I can't and I can't find the light. My heart is filled with emptiness and it's weighing me down. I'm drowning in my sorrow. The bridge says, I don't know what to do or how to escape this pain. I'm just hoping for a breakthrough, but it all feels like it's in vain. A chorus again and then the outro is i'm lost and alone in this endless void but i'll keep going on and hope to find some joy is it me or does that not sound like a counterpart song it does kind of i was like <laughs> uh, for the record i freaking love counterparts yeah it's true but it is the lyrics when i when some of those things were actually like in that ghost song dude let's let's see okay 
we're getting sidetracked here, but this is fine. This is great. This is amazing. I want to see. Oh my god, we could. This is AI, right? So it'll yeah, do anything. What, what? Yeah. What? What do we want it to write? Have with? it write. Write me and a day to remember song featuring Taylor Swift. No, I'm kidding. Just a day to remember. Write me a day to remember song. Let's see if they can actually do it. The weight of the world on my shoulders, dragging me down to my knees, but it won't let, I won't let it break me. I'll stand tall and fight with everything in me because I refuse to be defeated and I won't back down or run away. I'll keep on fighting, keep on moving until I see a better day. The road ahead is long and winding and the obstacles are many, but I'll face them all head on with the strength that comes from within me. Cause I won't be defeated. I won't back down and run away. I'll keep on fighting until I see another day. So, so far it's been verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. There may be times when I stumble and fall to the ground, but I, I'll get back up and keep on going until victory. That is would found. be the breakdown. That would be yeah, the breakdown, that would be right into data members chorus into the yeah. outro. Oh my outro. God. So I'll stand strong and I'll stand proud with my head held high and I'll keep pushing forward until what the day I can fly. Do, dude, what can this thing, what else yeah. can this thing do? Luke, I know. you have a it's, good idea here. You have to have it right. Like some write a hardcore song, um, write a hardcore song. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm curious whether it'll actually be hardcore. You wrote type one, right? Right. 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 Write a hardcore song in the time in the timing of Tool. No. Ooh, that would be actually pretty cool. Uh, oh, so, this is no, no. That's oh, okay. So not, write a if, hardcore song. My anger is rising. My blood is boiling. I've had enough of this world's toying. I'm sick of being pushed around. It's time for me to stand my ground. I won't back down. I won't give in. I'll fight till the bitter end with fists clenched tight and eyes ablaze. I'll unleash my rage in a fiery blaze. Tell when me that's call- not. Tell me that's not here, Breed. <laughs> when they call us outcasts, they call us priests. Sure, we're the ones yeah, who dare to speak against the injustice that plagues this land. We'll make a stand and take a stand. Of course, I won't back down. Won't give in. Bridge. This is our time to rise up and fight for what we believe is right. We'll never give up. We'll never back down. We'll stand our ground. Way to the ground. So hardcore. What, 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 what I was going to say is, after I told you to write there, was I guarantee the word "fight" will be in there at least three times. Yeah, and lo and behold, it was. And there's going to be a lot of rhyming. I'm like, this is the. So we did get sidetracked, but that's oh, pretty. This is amazing. That's this is pretty still amazing. Within, this is still within reason of. Okay, yeah. let, let's let's really throw something crazy let's, at this thing. Something so, right, wild, right? So we got to bring like two crazies and like completely different across the spectrum. Okay. Uh, a, I don't know. A Lorna Shore song with Billy Ray Cyrus featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't know. Try that. Give me an achy, breaky heart. Did I spell Cyrus right? Billy Ray yeah, Cyrus? I think, yeah, I think Billy's got two L's, but. Oh my God! Does this oh. me a Lorna Shore song with Billy Ray Cyrus? Oh, the darkness mama. consumes me. Oh, my soul is black as coal. Whoa, Billy Ray Cyrus! <laughs> <laughs> what the? So Tom Barber, the darkness consumes me. My soul is black as coal, but I refuse to let it. Tom, go. Tom Barber's the left to suffer vocalist. 
I know they get confused sometimes. Chelsea grin, Chelsea grin. I've Chelsea seen grin, the face sorry, of yeah. people, and it's a sight to behold. I'll never bow down to the devil. I'll say both. Billy Ray Cyrus comes in with "I'll ride until the end of time" with Lorna Shore by my side. <laughs> Together we'll face the darkness, and our spirits will ride. Tom Barber. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. We'll never give up. We'll never surrender. We'll keep on fighting till the better yeah. end. With I'll, Lorna Shore, and Billy Ray yeah, Cyrus, Tom Barber, and Billy Ray Cyrus singing that together, man. That's so good. Just it's a song by t- by Left to Suffer, What's featuring up, Billy Ray Cyrus about Lorna Shore. <laughs> Sometimes the AI they really do just like throw you a curveball where you're like, wait. So it's a song about Lorna Shore. Write me a Lorna Shore song with oh, so if they want so the way the AI interpreted it was write me a song about Lorna Shore. Yeah, it's interesting that they chose out. They Tom Barber. Yeah, it yeah Tom Barber's who they thought would pair up nicely singing about. That's fascinating to see how it interpreted that. Quick. Yeah. No, it does. It's crazy. uh, Like, what's better, black metal, death metal? Is metalcore real? Like who invented crab core? Like what the frick, dude? This is insane. This thing isn't. This is nuts. Who invented crab core? Actually, that's that's. I really swear to God, if they say attack, attack. Deathcore is a term that. used to describe a particular style of performing metalcore and deathcore genres. But... Attack, 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 what attack! The they fuck? did. What? <laughs> their songs well, it, it was it, it was obviously attack, attack. I was okay. there when it came around. Okay, so I what? Remember, I, right. I remember. I remember when that song came out. Oh my god, <laughs> this thing is nuts! Yeah, stick stickly is a tune. I don't care. Stick oh stickly. Gosh. Oh and my do you know gosh. What, and do you know what people don't realize about stick stickly is that the vo- um, Caleb Shawmo was in that song. And keyboard. Yeah, on the keyboards. And there's another famous, another like two Austin famous Carlisle. Guys, Austin Carlisle. And like a lot of people don't realize because the video had a different vocalist in, but he wasn't the one actually doing the vocals in that song. Because they recorded mm. the video afterwards. Dude, right. this is nuts, dude. It knows so many things and everything. Let's see. I want to just ask it one last question is what is the best Lorna Shore song? It'll say to the Hellfire. Into the Hellfire. That's what we'll say. All right, I cannot have subjective opinions, personal preferences. However, Lorna Shore, popular mm-hmm. mini songs that the most uh, so immortal, King of Deception, Funeral Moon, God Maker, Denounce the Light. This is God Maker's nasty. Darkest God, Ma- and... God Maker is the first Lorna Shore song I ever hear. I don't know if you've ever heard that, John, but if you have not, boy, oh. uh, ask it what the best breakdown of 2022 was. Does it can it answer that? Break down. Should we specify metalcore? What was the best breakdown in the What was the best metal breakdown? Yeah. I mean, this thing's been pretty freaking smart though. Mm -hmm. It's gonna claim that it can't have an opinion and everything. Which only go data goes up to 2021. Music. Okay. Yeah, wow. so it's it tells you they won't tell you they you just have to look it up yourself. See if it see if it's gonna take over the world. Oh, they'll 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 tell you that they won't. They're like, okay, but that's interesting. Fair. They only this have data cool. up to twenty twenty one, 
which is, is interesting. This is like, really neat, dude. Huh. You could, like, super cheat writing songs. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure people have been cheating writing songs for the past decade. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, but, I mean, like, that's AI. crazy. Wow. Yeah, what what was me used there for the latest song? I said that, yeah. Chat yeah. GPT, bro. Chat GPT. That's it. crazy how I didn't, it just I, knew. It's so weird. I did not listen to a single word. I couldn't even remember a word from that song. I just remember, like, I liked it, and I liked the chorus. Are we I remember ready? Ghost. For a second song that might yes. be better, left to I suffer. I hope this is an ass beater, bro. Yeah, I, I, all the previews on what's it called? So it's left to suffer their new song. Uh, are you ready for it? Let's see. Let's go. I could be on that chat GPT all night just typing stuff in. Oh yeah, yeah. it's hard not to. Okay. I want to do that too. super crazy running man hardcore vibes in the pit dude oh yeah I, did you did you like think the same thing there luke for a second like the like the i, I don't know the like, like, way you want, yeah God. Oh, yeah that oh that that funky bass thing was so good that just I, like I, weird little bump, 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 bump. i don't know. I, I thought it was crazy which you very rarely hear is the the breakdown it was the bass line that was leading the whole thing Mm-hmm. Like yeah. rather rather than the guitars and the drums, it was like just this lead bass line that was wild. I don't, I did not expect it either because it was relatively normal up until that point. Yeah, and that, that was, was crazy. That was instrumentally super, like 
beyond instrumentally yeah. more sound than I ever thought I was going to get from uh, from that. The triplets on the snare into the buildup, into that breakdown, and then he switched into the crash and then did the triplets on the feet. And then the I was like, God damn, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that was good, man. Uh, he's 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 actually a great vocalist. He does covers all the time on um, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, he's very active with uh, his fans too. He's always playing Rocket League. Taylor, Taylor Barber from Left to Suffer. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, he's been talking about some uh, new Left to Suffer music, and I'm, I'll tell you what, that was good. That's a lot. I like that a lot more. Then some of their older stuff that they've done with like CJ McCreary, a couple other guys, you know, oh, the older, you know, we're talking like two years ago, but still yeah. like that was, that was very good. It was, I, I wanted to ask, is that, would you call that deathcore? Would you call that hardcore slash metalcore? Like what kind of, uh, that doesn't really fit in the deathcore genre was, for ear sound to me. It was, it was very fast. Like. A lot, a lot quicker, I thought, than most deathcore stuff. Obviously, the vocals are deathcore-esque vocals, but yeah, musically, it's a lot different than most type of stuff in that genre. I would really like to know what uh, what, what what we would specify that as now, because you know that's. I, I, I would say, go ahead. I would, say, I would say it was more on the metalcore side, really, just with yeah. harsher vocals than you typically get. Like, yeah, and the the lyrics were not really dark in any way. Maybe it is. Maybe that is the. Maybe that's the sound they're going with. Yeah. Uh, I was under the impression, the, the their older stuff that they're more of like a deathcore band, right? But that that was like that was a new new like nice sound. That was nice. he did like his voice. Did you notice that little the little will? Did you notice yeah. it? Did you anyone else notice that like snotty will thing? I, I like the fact that he didn't have the same. It wasn't the same all the way through vocally. He oh, changed yeah, it, he it up a lot. Like, there's a lot of different sort of vocal styles going on there, which is cool. Yeah, that was yeah. very good. That was a very good song. That I would song absolutely was so recommend much better that. than the other one. That was yeah. like a high. Oh, yeah. It was Death way better. Five, if not more. Namely, I would say describe it as because of that breakdown. I would describe it as funkadelic metalcore. Of just like that weird, like that, that. Having the bass lead it was crazy because you're like, that's a good bass line and everything. But usually you just hear that in the background. You wouldn't have the bass leading the whole thing. So I'm like, I was a big fan. That was yeah. good. Of like all around was like, it is a little bit weird after having chat GPT write lyrics where you're like, I think chat GPT could have come up with these lyrics. They're so good, but it's weird to I, realize that AI can. It's, it's, like, uh, it's like LJ said last week, though. You know, anybody can write lyrics, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to putting that son of a bitch together and enunciating words with the guitar tone or the drums and everything, that's where it gets tricky. So, any, yeah, sure, you could do that. But good luck putting a good song together. So, you know, if people are doing that, kudos to them because, you know, I wouldn't be able to yeah. tell. But that, that was a good song. I <laughs> So I do want to bring up, though, out of the songs we did listen to today, that left the supper one. Sure. Not left to, yeah, yeah, I left the supper. It was very, very good. And Taylor's vocals have come a long way. Yeah. I'd say I think that one was a solid song. Oh yeah. I would uh I would say that was up there with some of the ones that uh we've listened to this year. 
Um, it not it's not gonna beat the you know the old girls that bring crab core back though. That's true. Not enough space. Though that <sighs> band is excellent. I'm excited to get them on. Yeah, if we can get them on, that would be great. Yeah, we're we're close. We're getting close. Uh, yeah. Having them on here, Luke. Did you end up checking out that that tune by them? No, not yet. Oh, it's on, it's on my list to do. I will listen to it as soon as we finish today. Yeah, but yeah, it was really good. Um, so Dude, the crazy ahead. thing is, so in our episode where we reviewed them, they're at like fifteen hundred monthly listeners on Spotify. It's crazy. Now I'm pretty sure that they're like at like. 15,000 or something. Like it's gone up by an order of magnitude. What's the song called again? Uh, no Way Out. No Way Out by Not Enough Space. Yeah, I got it. Is, it is very, very good. I'm just saving it so I can listen to it later. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I'm like Boom. trying to figure it out. Well, Luke, oh, man. While John tries to figure it out, I do want oh. to ask you. They're, so I figured it out. They so when we talked about them, they're fifteen hundred monthly listeners just like three episodes ago or two episodes ago. They're at twenty two thousand seven hundred one monthly listens. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that song's good. I mean, I I got the crazy got the craziest reaction out of both John and I. Yeah. Oh my god, we were like, what? And yeah, watch the video too. It really sets the mood. So yeah. Luke, uh, before we wrap up the episode, though, I definitely, definitely want to ask, tell us about the different dynamic with uh, music overseas in England, where, you know, you got all, you know, you got big bands coming from over there. Is metal a big genre over there, or is it the same country poppy stuff that we got over here in America? <laughs> it's obviously not as big popular as your Taylor Swift to the world. Um, country isn't really a thing in the UK. Um, obviously, the big American country artists are still popular over here. It's like I think Luke Coombs is doing a tour um, next month. And some, <laughs> some people I know are going to it. I've never listened. But um, I would say the big bands are playing like big arenas over here. Like Bring Me the Horizon play like Wembley Arena. Um, and like, you know, big like thousand seater sort of places um parkway drive play, play big arenas over here um a day to remember play like three four thousand capacity places i'm not sure like how what the comparison is um in the us it's like, not it's not big i mean like, you're like you're a big what, band. What, sort, what sort of size venue would the day to remember play in uh a college gymnasium a d1 college gymnasium and then if they got an outside show the biggest outside show that they would get would be at like a pavilion where slipknot would play and i mean slipknot is huge everywhere right Mm -hmm. so anywhere slipknot or uh i I think trivium's probably up there right now too with popularity that they're going to play at a really big venue but we're talking tens of thousands of people for slipknot right yeah uh but i just figure that over there that it's i don't know i feel like it's more appreciated maybe because a lot of bands do come from that way i would say a lot of metal bands play arena tours over here so like Gojira just did an arena tour which is like five thousand capacity every venue yes um, 
like I said, the day to remember, Brimley Horizon, uh, Trivium playing big venues, Machine Head are playing big venues. Um, so yeah, if the, if the equivalent over in the US is gymnasiums, <laughs> then like <laughs> when I say big venues, I mean like the biggest venues in the city. So like they play like Cardiff International Arena, which is the biggest music venue in Wales. Um, yeah, no, none of them are doing that. Like oh, they play. A day to remember is coming to Austin and playing the Moody Amphitheater. So that's a decent sized venue. When is that? That is October 18th. It's five days after Avenged Sevenfold comes to town to play the same I venue. Just, I should sure. just come stay down there for a week. <laughs> I, I would say, like, that's just for the exception the bands that have exploded. For the most part, I would say it's very similar. Like, most of the bands I want to see will be in just, you know, bars and. Well, yeah, like a House of Blues. Do you guys have House of Blues over there? Is that like a no. thing? So that's kind of what the epitome of these big bands, the shows that they're playing at that we think are big. You know, the Bad Omens, the Brand of Sacrifice, the Lorna Shore. Those are the shows that they're yeah. selling out. Uh, and then a day to remember would be the same thing, except they might go to a college gymnasium. I mean, still, it's. Got decent sized flooring, but it's I don't think it's anything compared to the Wembley Arena, the Royal Albert Hall that Bring Me the Horizon has played at, as well as Architects yeah. or Wembley, which to me it blows my mind that Bring Me the Horizon played at Wembley and so did Queen. Like that just blows my mind. I don't I don't know why it does, you know, but it, it does. It's just crazy to me. Queen was so big, I think been at some of the biggest shows. Well, you know, the live aid that they had. Um, like in the UK now, asking, sorry, bring me the horizon, like pretty mainstream. Like they're in our top, like you know, Billboard charts regularly. They're on the radio, um, you know, mainstream radio, not just rock radio. They've See, done like cla- they've done collaborations with like Ed Sheeran and all. And that's oh, yeah. crazy to me because that's not like that over here. That's not like that over here at all. I mean, I, I could honestly say, and John, please correct me if you've seen, or not correct me, but chip in onto this. Uh, Falling in Reverse is like the only band out of the entire scene that like gets like radio time. I swear it seems like Ice Nine Kills. It's hard because I don't always listen to the radio. Anymore, I don't listen so to I don't the know. radio much either, but I do know what they're typically playing because yeah. what they play on Sirius is what they're playing on the radios. I think so. Unless you're listening to like liquid metal, like that's not going to be on the fucking radio. Yeah. But, um, I guess yeah, when I say radio, I mean like BBC radio as in like the that, national, yeah, that's what I'm saying. national radio. You know yes, I mean? that's what I'm saying. And like we don't have that. That's like that's not a thing. Like I would say yeah. that falling in reverse and maybe. Is the only band that's I've seen get on with like Popular Monster when they drop that. I yeah. was like, holy shit. Like, I think some of their the older radio. stuff pops up. Like, at least, um, I mean, the heavier stuff that pops up on the radio would be like, I guess when I went to Orange Theory a few times, like they do play their version of heavier stuff is always like Breaking Benjamin, Avenge Sevenfold, yep. and like that kind of stuff. No, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Godsmack. But it only, it only tends, tends to happen with bands who are like change their sound so they become more poppy and yeah, like they don't play old, like they'll play like greatest yeah. hits things, 
I, I think it was about three years ago. Um, Bring Me the Horizon played Wembley Arena, not the stadium, the arena. So it was like 6,000 people. And obviously, most of the fans there would have been new fans since they became popular. <laughs> and they bust out Pray for Plagues in the, of, <laughs> in the middle of the set. And you can see people in the crowd were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, you can't really do the vocals anymore. Uh, the death ghost stuff, but it was still pretty cool. Like, oh, the... my God. I would have killed. I saw them twice. Uh, <laughs> 2000 and it would have been 2019. I saw them twice. I drove six hours to Virginia, Norfolk to see them. Uh, it was after they dropped ammo, which I'm not going to say anything great about, but it wasn't awful either, I guess. But uh, they played a lot of the stuff on that. And then the next show that they do, they're playing the deathcore medley that they had. I used to make out with Medusa, Pray for Plagues, um, Stevie uh, I Chelsea, Chelsea Smile, and Diamonds Aren't Forever. Or the comeback, I'm sorry, the comeback and uh, Diamonds Aren't Forever. And they mixed them up and put them into one song. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? So I'm like, I got to go see him again on this tour. I have to. So two months later, I go, I see him again. I'm like, dude, I think they're going to do it. They're going to, they're going to fucking do it. Nope. <laughs> next day, next day and the day before they played them, you know, but not my show. Same fucking shit happened this year, dude. They were playing Diamonds Aren't Forever with Brian Garrison knocked loose. They were doing it every other show. I, of course, am on the shit end of the stick there, and I don't get to see it. I like, and for me, I just want to, I just want to hear him growl one time, dude. Like with that old shit, it's all I want. Like, and I can yeah. die peacefully, but no. I show my age again. I, I saw Bring Me the Horizon before they even had an album out. He had an EP. Yeah, this is um, what the Edgeless was made for. Dude, that. Imagine if they remastered that EP. Yeah, I'm just saying. Good times. With what they know now. I saw support. They opened for Kill Switch and Gage. Mm-hmm. Um, I was for sick. Kill Switch and Gage is so good. That's incredible, though. But once, not... What's an episode we have to say how good they are? Oh, yeah. absolutely. They're definitely one of the front runners. But that's... You saw them with Howard, right? Or Jesse? Howard, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that's Jesse. so unique how. <laughs> Poor Jesse Lee. No, I, I I I like Jesse. He's a great vocalist, but Howard is the king. Yeah, it's it's okay though. He's accepted that. Mm-hmm. He's accepted his step stool above the throne. <laughs> um, it's funny because Jesse, Jesse is like probably still one of the best vocalists in metalcore, but it's just because everybody compares him to Howard. I didn't. Dude, Howard had a unique baritone. Oh. I think I think Jesse Leach is excellent. I've seen I've seen them live with Jesse, and he's been sick. I didn't think to... about that. That's an that's a crazy point to think that he actually he is one of the best vocalists yeah, he's, out he's there. He just happens to be compared to God Himself. Yeah. Like it's one of those Seriously. things. I never I, thought about that. Like I, if, I, he, if he was heading another band, you'd be like, and Jesse has continually been getting better as well. Hmm. Like I, I've seen them. Like a number of times the last few years, and he's been better at every show. So I think he's getting, he's like growing as a vocalist as he gets older, which a lot of people don't think it worse. Yeah. Especially, especially in metal with harsh vocals and stuff. But he seems to just be getting better and better, which is pretty sick. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of that, it's crazy too. If you look at the, um, you know, the people that are uh, on top of the game right now, they're coming up. 
it's crazy learning about like now that we've kind of seen the science behind how these guys kind of do their vocals. Yeah. And I mean, we always have to bring it up, but it, I mean, he was really the first one to do it with the camera, got a camera down his throat. We see what the throat really does. Right. Uh, well being, it's, it's just so cool. Cause now there's like so many ways that uh, you can keep your voice like fresh to do that specifically well, to just do that compared to what it was. In the past, with like, well, I'll just use Matt Shadows as an example. He fucked up his voice very badly from screaming in the past. And well, so, so is all it's the same, same with all these sites, man. He, yep. d- he didn't, he didn't have a freaking clue what he was doing. He was just screaming and just hoping for the best. And <laughs> like, he made it work. He's done very well. We were talking about it last week. He's done very well with finding his voice again. Kind oh, of yeah, sound so. better. He can sing very well, not very well, but good, pretty good. Um, you know, and I, I I think the same with Danny Warsnop. He had a couple of vocal surgeries, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, and he yeah. is an excellent harsh vocalist. I think what fucked up his voice was his singing. Truthfully, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but it's hard way, on the vocals though of like of mice and men, their singer and stuff. Yeah. Like he had terrible stuff happening with his voice. Well, that had to do with his disease his injury, as well. Yeah. Which is crazy. With that, what, I think it's like morphin syndrome or something. Yeah. But yeah, it completely deteriorated his throat with it. You know, it's yeah, it's crazy though, because like I, I don't know. You know, we can have this conversation again in ten years when these guys like Dicky Allen, uh, Will Ramos, um, I still go in like yeah. You know, we'll see if they're still going and able to still do the same things because. You know, they say that it doesn't hurt their throats, and you know they you got they you know we don't know. So if you, it's if, be if, fun you, to see. if you look in the more like extreme genres, like if we have you had um, you know, Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, that, I was yeah. gonna bring him up, Corpse Grinder himself. No, not Corpse Grinder, the vocalist before Corpse Grinder. Chris, oh no, I Chris, Chris Barnes. He was like one of the OG metal death metal vocalists, and nowadays he is freaking awful because his voice is just gone um I, i'm gonna send you a link after we're done to yeah. his, his new stuff and you'll be like oh what the fuck is this oh my <laughs> it's terrible. yeah it's terrible. yeah it's crazy um, as some of these dude so Corey taylor i do have to give benefits to that dude he's been doing this what can can we can we fact check me here john mm-hmm. uh what 20 something plus years with slipknot i think 1999 yeah that's what I'm gonna... so he on that EP, uh, five apparently 95. Was that when the like the self title came out? That's when they formed, which is crazy. Oh, that no, the no, no. So the self title Corey was only with them on the self title. Oh, okay, the they had a different uh members. So, Corey yeah, 1998. So, the year that I was yeah. born. Corey Taylor was out there ripping and tearing vocal cords. That dude used yeah. to scream very wrong. And then he brought it into Iowa and it sounded very fucking good, but he screamed. He yelled. But he yelled into the mic. There's something about yeah, perfect technique is great and all, but like some of my favorite bands at the moment are from vocalists who I know are doing it completely wrong. But it just sounds so like visceral. Like um <laughs> All fun are probably the big example, John. I sent them to you. Yeah. Have you listened to them yet? I checked them out briefly. I, I need who? to again. Send them back. All fun, they're called. They're a death yeah. band. 
and they have two vocalists and the one vocalist literally just fucking screams as in like he's distressed as if <laughs> yeah. something bad is happening to him and it just sounds so like real and like emotional which I feel like is missing sometimes when they're doing this pitch perfect vocals. I'll send you a link to a song after we done on your. Oh no, I would love to see yeah. that. And, um, I love that. I, and I know he's doing it wrong because apparently they played their first live show and he blew his voice box up and he can't. And he had to have six months off from the first show, and he fucked up his vocals in the studio recording there as well. Yeah, because, yeah. Us on the fuck around with you. Got to figure it out. And that's uh, what I was but, saying with Corey. Oh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but my point was he's doing it wrong, and he knows he's doing it wrong, but it like lends itself to the sound he's trying to create, where it sounds distressed, and that's why he's like trying to convey. Do you know what I mean? What's their What's your their yes. best song? So I could pull it up real quick. Um, so the I would say the best song is probably Porcelain because it's like an emotional roller coaster, and the video is excellent as well. Um. In terms of just the, the vocals being crazy, it'd probably be Canary or Dying Light, but Porcelain is probably the best song. It kind of like starts like a Beaners Notion vibe, and then it just gets heavier, and yeah, the vocals are wild. I'll check that out. Okay, so Porcelain would be... Would that so, be a good one to check out to listen to? Yeah, let's, let's, should we listen to that and end the episode? Because it might be, <laughs> Yeah, let's just end the it, episode it, with it, one it last might, song. It might make people cry because I, I like it's a it's a, it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster. So yeah, porcelain. I'm gonna fair. <laughs> oh man. So, but what I was gonna say though about Corey though to like finish that off is that like even on Iowa, man, he was like really screaming. And if you watch yeah. his uh, performance live in London, I think 2001, it was an amazing show, the Disaster Piece tour. Um, I saw him on that tour. Oh my god, god not, 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 not in London, obviously, but I like but then you go to the subliminal verses, you notice that his voice really starts to change. I mean the drugs yeah. fucked him up, the way that he screamed fucked him up, and then he uh went to All Hope is Gone, his voice changed again, but then that's where he's really starting to come into his vocals. It's it's it is crazy that that dude has not had any issues with his voice because the first like probably six, ten years of his career it was all done i guess technically wrong you know what i mean it's just yeah. it's insane i mean i guess that comes when you have like a 36 inch neck though and the fact that they've never really stopped touring either like they, yeah they've always toured relentlessly slipknot so and he was yeah, with stone sour too which was yeah. just incredible that he was doing it dude so you know it was crazy i didn't know this so stone sour and slipknot right slipknot always headlines download festival yeah stone sour played it download festival so he did two shows he did stone shower earlier in the day and then did slip not at night i'm like that is cool. longevity to the fullest degree yeah that's awesome so they won't let me download any they won't let me download porcelain so what was the next song if we can't um, check out porcelain dying light played that game recently why do they hate orphan why do that? Yeah, YouTube hates Orphan. Like, it's hard to find on YouTube music. It's like um, I I know the video for posted on YouTube itself has like a you have to click a button because the video might distress you. Oh, so maybe, so maybe that's, that's what it is. It's a private video, so they're like, well, it's not. It's not private. It's um, it's not, 
Oh, it like, requires ver age verification. Yeah, though. because it's you know, the video is like distressing. So, okay, which makes sense that if we tried to listen to it here, it would our video would also get marked as distressing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so here we are. I found it. I've been trying to introduce so many people to this band, and like nine people have said. They hate it, and then one person's like, "This is the best thing ever." So, <laughs> yeah, because you had it on your top yeah. five albums from last year. It's so good, the album. So I was like, "It's a, it's a decent one." Well, I don't know why it's hating me right now, but okay so it's a race which one's going to be downloaded faster i okay. will um yeah sorry here we are i think i got it let's go Dying light my pr song this is your pr song yeah my current pr song
Bro, I like it a lot, but it hurts my throat. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Your face, Cam, in that reaction was gold. Like, when he start, when he first started screaming, you were like, oh. Dude. <laughs> no, it, no, I'm serious. It hurt. It hurt. Yeah. I, and the, the, I will say, I don't know if it's just because you told me that he screams yeah. wrong that I think that or not. But you you can tell there's such a difference. And, like, the one guy really knows what he's doing with yeah. his uh, fry. I believe that would be a fry that he's doing. In yeah, the, 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 the brothers as well, which is. Yeah, well, dude, a homie, homie, you can tell homie's actually, like, really screaming. like yeah. that. And now, like I said, I don't think. I may have thought the same thing if you didn't tell me that he fucked up his throat. But, like, hearing it, it, like, just genuinely, it fucking hurt. Because I haven't heard anybody scream like that eh, ever. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, I'll, I'll go back to the point that I brought up before. And I, I think that's why I like it. Because he sounds fucking distressed. Dude. If you read the lyrics to the album as well, it's like the content is, like, wild. Well, actually, to be honest with you, it's it's all enunciated very well. Yeah, it is. For all, honestly, for somebody that's like legitimately fucking screaming at the top of his lungs like he's dying. Uh, and I'm not knocking it. It was really good. I actually like that a lot. I'm actually going to add and listen in to some more, but it's going to hurt my throat. <laughs> I'm not even doing it. <laughs> that's I, I, don't know, I don't know how to explain it. And like, I don't know if you guys ever just fuck around in the car and just try to rip yeah. out of it. You yeah. know, like that doesn't hurt. Doing a deep growl, whatever, it does not hurt. But that dude is like, that's the crazy part is it sounded like there's a singer there's a screamer who knows what he's doing and could be six inches from the mic because you're like doing that yeah. studio yeah. sound and yeah. then his brother's three feet from the mic yeah, sharing the mic and just screaming his lungs out. He's, 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 he's quite clearly doing it on purpose yeah yes to, to yes get that sound yeah, which, which is no, crazy. Absolutely, that was really good, Luke. I'm very thankful. Yeah. You showed, like, like, I had us watch that because I actually liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the link to Porcelain so you can watch that after we're done and watch, watch the video as well and let me know what you think of that song. So that's the crazy thing is because both the YouTube accounts that I use are like verified Google accounts. Yeah. I never get the age gates, so occasionally I'll send things to people. And they'll be like. They're like, it won't let me watch this unless I sign in. I'm like, yeah. that's how you know it's a good video. Yeah. It's not it's not bad it, enough that they can take it off their platform. Yeah, it, like, the video itself is nice. The um, lyrical content is like disturbing. So that's why it's... Yeah, I'm like, cool. that makes sense. That's it's okay, like, though. We, we should be desensitized. We live in a pretty crazy uh, America. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's a pretty wild song to end... Uh, that is the perfect yeah i actually like that a lot homie i did i really did and please i i, I don't know like if you were watching my reaction a lot you said that like my yeah your, your, your face was so please don't good. think i was like oh this sucks no i liked it a lot i just like every time he screamed i was like fuck dude like, you're yeah. really mad at the world and that's I, like that's yeah. deep emotion though though oh yeah you know what like, i mean that's that's not so much He's trying. I think what he's really trying to do, because you said the lyrical content is very deep, it clearly backs yeah. it. That's an emotional thing that he's trying to really reach out with his voice. That yeah, he may, may just need to figure out how to do right, and maybe that's just the fucking point. Maybe that's how he wants to. Well, you might have heard there. They used to be in a band called um, Strangled. I don't know if you ever listened to Strangled. I have not. No. Um, they, you'll you'll like those as well. But they've branched out and started off when they get 
instead. Strangled was like straight up deathcore, whereas All Fun's got a lot more different elements. Like the album has like a couple of mellow, mellower songs, almost melodic hardcore. Um, yeah. And yeah, the, yeah, they're just awesome. No, that was really yeah. good. I'm, I'm going to add that to my, uh, what is it? Yeah, my playlist, something about it, it has something to do with punching your drywall and yelling at your mom. It's, it's funny though, because <laughs> I put that, I've been listening to that. Dying Light and Canary have been like my two go to songs for PRs recently. And um, people in the gym just looked at me like, Are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's when when you said he sounds distressed, I'm like, because uh, when you when you mentioned Orphan is one of your top ones, I listened to part of it and everything. But you're right that that you're like he sounds physically distressed. Like yeah. you're like that's like, which I guess does kind of remind me of some like hardcore shows I saw back in like high school where they were just screaming at the top yeah. of their lungs. Like they like you could hear them when they were far from the mic and everything. It wasn't this like project like because you don't have because you could tell he's projecting everything like you yeah. could have heard that across the room where some people they're growling and screaming you're like only the mic's gonna pick it up there's there's yeah. one there's like the end of a song on the album i can't remember what part song it is and he's literally just there's no music and he's just screaming and it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy it's crazy I mean, I don't know how he, he recorded the full album, to be honest, without his voice going. That's, yeah, because it sounds really, really hard. I'm going to look up on YouTube, oh, and I'm going to look up the making of this album and see if they have something up. Because a lot of bands, uh, believe it or not, have all that stuff a lot of the time on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to look into that, because I, I would love to see that studio. I, I feel like, dude, I feel like he's, like, from this far away. The mic's right here. Gain's jacked up. Yeah, like it's awesome though. I love it. Yeah. It's emotional. It's 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 emotional, even though it's yeah, maybe being done wrong. It, for some reason, oddly enough, I don't know why, because they're totally different screams, but Brian Garris from Knock Loose for some reason was something I was like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, the high pitched. Yeah. Part of it, yeah. O'Brien does his in a a uh, fry. Or is it, maybe it's a false chord. I can't. I can't remember right now. But either way, yeah. uh, that was a that was a good one to close out with, man. Yeah. So, guys, uh, thanks for checking in us checking us out again, King Listener Reviews. We're on Spotify, uh, YouTube. You know everything. All streaming platforms. Give us a like. Give us a comment. Share. Get us out there. Thank our friend Luke Davies here for joining us. Thanks for having me. Huge yeah. into strongman guys. Give him a follow. Link down below. He is planning one of the biggest shows. I mean, I'm just gonna say in the world. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I'll take, this I'll could be that. this could yeah. be the best. Um, this could be better for OSG for weight class athletes. Even though this isn't strongman, still I want to you know give my respect there to the guy. It's gonna be something big. And John, who um. Uh, covers this stuff with world strongest opinions check out that podcast as well but thank you for joining us guys here we are, yeah, here we are. <laughs> now that welcome we're a strongman talk well, welcome to world strongest opinions we got luke davies here <laughs> you know, but no seriously guys check us out give us a like give us a comment and uh let us know what you think keep sending us music we'll review some of the ones you send us man that's all i can say keep spreading the love yeah